0: A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1 by Various Cy Hart, 78 years, ex-slave Abram Hart was my pappy and my mammy's name was Nelly. He belonged to Mars Abram Hart. One day Mars Hart took some of his niggers to the slave market And my poppy was took along too. When he was put on the block and sold, Mars Paul Cameron bought him. Then Mars Hart felt so sorry to think he don't let my poppy be sold that he tried to buy him back from Mars Paul and offered him more than Mars Paul paid for him. But Mars Paul said, no, sir, I don't bought him and I want that nigger myself and I'm gonna take him home with me to Snow Hill Farm. Pappy married my mommy and raised the family on Mars Paul's plantation. We had to be eight years old before we gone to work. I tended the chickens and turkeys and such. I helped tend the other stock too as I grew older and do anything else that I was told to do. When I got bigger, I helped them with the trash in the wheat, and I helped them with push the straw to be stacked. We had what was then called a grown hog. It was a cylinder-shaped contraption. We put the wheat straw and all it, and knocked the grain loose from the straw. Then, we took the pitchforks and tossed the straw up and about, and that let the wheat go to the bottom on a big cloth. Then we fanned the wheat to get the dust and dirt out, and we had curtains hung round the cloth where the wheat lay so the wheat wouldn't get all scattered on the ground. This wheat was sacked, and when wanted, twas took the mill and ground it in the flour. The flour was made into white bread, and the corn was ground into meal and grits. When the war started, There was some bad times, one day some of Wheeler's men come and they tried to take what they wanted, but March Paul had the silver money and other things hid, they wanted us niggers to tell them where everything was, but we said we didn't know nothing, Marsh Paul was hid in the woods with the horses and some of the other stock. Then Wheeler's men saw the Yankees coming and they run away. The Yankees chased them to the bridge and they done some fightin'. and one or two of Wheeler's men was killed and the rest got away. Then the captain of the Yankees come to Mommy's cabin and asked her where the meat house and flour and such at. She told him that Poppy had the keys to go and ax him. Ax him nothing, the captain said. He called some of his men's and they broke down the door to the meat house. Then they trout out plenty of those hams and they told mommy to cook them some to eat and plenty of it. Mommy fried plenty of that ham and made lots of bread and fixed them coffee. How they did eat! They was just as nice as they could be to mommy and when they was through they told mommy that she could have the rest and the captain gave her some money and he told her that she was free. That we didn't belong to Mars Paul no longer. They didn't do any harm to the place. They was just looking for something to eat. Then they left. We didn't leave Mars Paul but stayed on and lived with him for many years. I lived with Mars Paul till he died. And he done selected eight of us niggers to tote his coffin to the chapel and the burying ground. He said, I want these niggers to carry my body to the chapel and the grave when I die. We did. It was a load. I would have been glad had there been two or four more to help tote Mars Paul, for he show was heavy. After everything was ready, we lifted him up and towed him to the chapel, and we sat down on the floor, on each side of the coffin, while the preacher preached the funeral sermon. We didn't make any fuss while sitting there on the floor, but we sure was full of grief to see that our dear old Mars Paul lying there dead. End of section 72